Welcome into another uh, edition of The World According to Sparky. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, Andy Spitzer, and Kay Boris for another week. And uh, bad news uh, coming out of the world of Disney this week as price increases uh, have been put out there uh, this morning. And, uh, well, things have changed, I guess you could say. And not only have things changed, uh, but they've changed not for the better. So Platinum Plus for the Florida resident was $849. It's now $999. That's $150? Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of money. You're reading that correctly. <laughs> okay. Um, out of state previous price, $994 uh, was the previous price. Now it's $1,219. Uh, the Platinum one for Florida residents was $799, was $749, now $899. For out of state, that would be us. Previous price was eight ninety four. Now it's eleven nineteen. Uh, these out of state ones are getting raised by two hundred bucks. In state, getting raised by hundred and fifty bucks at this point. The gold uh, member six ninety nine. Previous price was six oh nine. The silver was five nineteen. Previously four seventy nine. That's not as bad. Theme park select uh, still four thirty nine. That didn't change. Weekday select previously three nineteen. Now three forty nine. They have an Epcot after four pass you can get. Previous price was two eighty nine. Now it's three oh nine. That's only twenty bucks. Uh, water parks only went up nine bucks from one thirty to one thirty nine. Water parks after two. Uh, previous price was seventy nine. Now it's eighty nine. Well, and if you want to drive there, we can talk about that next. Uh, yeah, we'll get to the parking uh, as well. So that's uh, Disney annual prices and how they've changed as of today. Uh, I'm a little confused. I'll be honest. I'm a little bit confused by this, Andy. What's the confusion? Don't they have a Disney app coming that they're going to make billions and billions of dollars on? Yeah. Okay. And last time I checked, they keep buying stuff all over the place. So now they're going to make all this additional money, and now they don't do small increments with some of those. They're yeah. going up $150, $200 a pop. So, like, where is the desperate need for all this money? Anybody? Anybody. I'm listening. I'm here for you. I think they think all of the stuff that they're doing and adding on. Is good enough to continue to attract people. Star Wars land, for sure. people will pay for it. Yeah, if they know they can get it, they're going to raise it. It's, uh, you know, business. Yes, it is business. No doubt about it. I'm just a little bit surprised by it. That's all. Like, first of all, some of this stuff. You talk about all the parks, right? Magic Kingdom, for the most part, has been relatively the same, right? I mean, they added the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Mm-hmm. But for Tron the most part, Tron is coming. You're right. So that'll be another new ride that's coming. And it looks Guardians, awesome. Yep. The Guardians of the Galaxy is coming to Epcot. Mm-hmm. But you probably that, will never get on the ride. <laughs> that really it's looks awesome. awesome. Yeah. You start in one building and get shot into another building where the entire roller coaster is. Yep. So that really looks awesome. So that's coming. But that's you, Epcot, isn't it? That's Epcot, correct. Yeah. Then you have Star Wars Land, uh, which is opening now this summer. See, Andy? If you add new things... Demand will raise, and then you're going to charge more, and people are going to pay for it. Here's my question for you two. What point does the cost to, for tickets raise? Like, what's the price point for you to be like, eh, I don't know, this might be getting too expensive, and then what's the price point where it's like, I'm not going anymore? What's don't the know. number? Don't know. Is there one? I think 
it's different for everybody, right? Well, so, and it'll depend if all five of us are going or just three well, of right. us. Right. It depends on your family size, and it also depends on how often you may, may go, right? So, like for us, the first time we went with all five of us, we were at different places. You know, the baby hadn't been born yet. baby wasn't expected to be born. So the baby wasn't born yet. So then once we determined, okay, we're pregnant, this is happening, we're going to have a baby, and he's going to be like four months old when we go to Disney in the dead of summer, um... Once you determine all that, then it's like, okay, how long? So it took us a year and a half to save the money, pay for everything, and all that other stuff to where we were felt comfortable going on this vacation. A year and a half. Now, after that, and we figured out, okay, where can we cut corners? Where can we make all of this work? And how can it all work better? It didn't take us as long necessarily to save the money because we knew had a better idea of how much money we thought we needed going in. As you continue to raise prices, obviously then you're just going to have to budget differently. So maybe a family that would go every year, maybe is only going to go every other year now. Maybe a family that was going every other year is only going to go every five years. So, I mean, from that perspective, it's going to change. The people that's going to hurt the most, I think, are going to be the local people in Florida. Yeah, Those people that are buying annual passes that are going however many times yeah. throughout the course of the year, those are the people you have to be concerned about pricing out and just not getting their money. And And not only that, not even just the Florida residents themselves, but those that are in the states that are close enough to Florida. Yeah. Yeah. That they can drive there with ease. Georgia, Alabama. Yeah. And usually get annual passes. Now you're upping that price that much more. That's quite a bit, especially if you multiply that for a family of four, you're talking $800 or $600. I guess out of state would be 800 bucks. So you're talking $800. For a family of four for annual passes that you just had to increase and pay for. But I don't think this matters because basically what you said, and I feel the same way, is like you'd find a way to go. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's $900 for a single day ticket. But the, you'd figure it out. Right. But the difference is, okay, maybe that's not my pro. Maybe I'm not doing that. But for us, right, we're the geeks of Disney, right? right? So we don't, technically, us three don't really count because we love Disney and we're going to go for the rest of our lives probably regardless of what it is, like you said. Mm -hmm. But their concern, just like a sports team's concern, has to be the casual, right? You're always going to get the diehards. And grant you, the diehard base is much bigger than anything else in this country as far as fandom goes, right? We can talk about the diehard fan base of the Green Bay Packers or the Chicago Cubs or the Dallas Cowboys, or right? And those fan bases are gigantic. Like They spread not only just in the U.S., but across the world. You have fans all across the world that wear their stuff, that support these, these teams and so forth. Disney's at a whole different level. Disney's at a whole different level internationally and everything else. It's bigger than what Michael Jordan is. It's bigger than LeBron. It's bigger than... Any individual is bigger than Ronaldo in soccer. It, it's bigger than any individual star. Why? Because they have parks all over the freaking world. And people that have a park in Tokyo are still going to make a trip to the U.S. to come see Disney World in the Magic Kingdom. Are still going to make a trip maybe to go to Paris to go see that one. And you're still going to have these people wanting to get to the different parks and see all the different things. I mean, you guys know. Well, maybe not. I don't know about Disneyland. But in Florida... When you're in Florida and you're standing in line, there's people from all over the world around mm-hmm. you, all having conversations, some of which you can understand, some of which you can if they're speaking a foreign language. But when you do have start having conversations, oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Tokyo. Oh, I'm from wherever. And it is, it's wild. It, it's kind of a, a crazy deal. Those are the people, the fringe ones, 
is where you have to look at and say, okay. Right, because the fringe ones will say, am I going to go to Disney World or am I going to go to Universal because Studios? Because this, this doesn't affect international travel. They're not getting right. annual passes. I mean, unless you're wealthy and you can fly back and forth several times a year. But providing you're not that wealthy, you're not coming to Disney World five times in a year, four times in a year. So it's not going to affect somebody in Tokyo. They'll just go to their own park, whatever the case may be. In this situation here, though, it is going to affect, like you said, those people that are in that general area. Because even if... I don't know. In, even if you're in California, how many people are flying across the country three, four, five times a year to go to Magic Kingdom or, you know, Texas or New Mexico or wherever you want to go from Denver? I mean, those airline tickets are not cheap to make those flights across the country to go to that park. Plus, you're paying for wherever you're going to stay and so forth. And even if you're a Disney Vacation Club member, you still got to pay for airfare. Right. But so I, is, it, go is it going to deter you from... Getting an annual pass again? The boy is Versus... single. The boy is single. The boy has no, no kids that I know of. You I'm have just no kids, saying right? Because... No, kids. No, no kids. He's got he's got nothing. I mean, this is Disney. No, it's no, no, his no, deal. no. Because I'm saying because he just He does have a house though. Bit the bullet and got yeah. the annual instead of buying a ticket every single time. That's what I'm asking. Would the increase deter no, you? No, because I believe I'll have to look more into this, but I believe I'm locked in on whatever price I signed up for the annual pass at. I'm sure there's some sort of like restriction that they can bump it up eventually, but they literally laid it out like so. Once you when you sign up, and then this is how that. much it renews it. I'm gotcha. sure it goes up at some point. I'll have to look into that. But um, the other thing about the you were saying about the fringe people that this kind of turns off is like Disney markets this so well, where if you have like a four year old watching, you know, whatever the the latest episode of uh, Vampirina is. And then they show a commercial for Disney World. This kind of just, you know, and then the, the the four-year-old kid turns around and asks their parents, like, can we go? Well, Jackson's no been doing with that the big since eyes? two. Yeah. And, like, you're going to find yeah. a way, you know, even if it is $900 for a single-day ticket, like, you're going to figure it stop out. stop that. No, nobody's you're, going at $900 a day. That, then it's over. You would it's fi- done. You would figure it out. You're, you're right. They're, everybody's got a price. You're right. I, I didn't really think about it because I didn't go to that extreme necessarily. It's common. But- if that happens, we'll just be going less. I mean, the, the more, the higher the prices go, the less we're going to go. Or we'll we, just be selfish and not take the kids at all. No, they don't have care. An adult I mean, you've seen the crowds down there. They don't care. They'd still get people there. No, but I'm just saying, from like our perspective and other families' perspectives, what they're going to do is they're going to price out essentially the middle class eventually, and it's going to be for those in the upper class that can afford to go. And everybody else is going to be like, yeah, maybe once every five or ten years I'll go, but that's about it. I, so you will see crowds. Start to go down if you get to an extreme level. Now, the annual pass, most people aren't buying anyhow around this country. Most people will go once a year, like I said, or once every other year. Most people don't go several times a year. Yeah. Like Kay said, it's more of those states down closer where this is really going to affect them. Or if you're a Disney Vacation Club member and you don't have to pay an exorbitant amount for airfare to get to Florida from wherever state you're at. Yeah. I just think... I just think that you there's just there's always going to be ways to figure it out and like they they just have such a big problem with overcrowding right now in the parks that like so they don't get you or they don't get me as often as they would like other people are just going to fill that void right so like to them it doesn't really matter so now let's They're talk their money now let's talk about parking increases uh, as well because that also has come out now standard parking which is what we normally do when we go if we rent a house and then you get a rental car and you go there. It was twenty bucks. Now it's twenty five dollars a day. So that went up five. Preferred parking, on the other hand, is now forty five to fifty dollars a day for preferred parking. Uh, and it says pricing is seasonal. 
and will vary based on date of visit, blah, 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 and all that fun stuff. And then pricing also changed for parking at the different resorts. Disney Value Resorts are $13 uh, per night. Now it's $15. Disney Moderate Resorts was $19 per night. Now it's $20. Those didn't get up a whole bunch. Those pretty much these all went up like a dollar or two. So like we were talking about Kay and I earlier today, this is really still about because part of it, I think, is they want them at the resorts. They'd mm-hmm. rather have you at a resort yep. or one of their hotels where they're making money from because mm-hmm. now all these other hotels are getting involved with Disney of, hey, you can get the Disney uh, Fast Passes you know, early. Yep. If you stay at our hotel, we have a deal with Disney now. So they're, Disney's getting a slice from these hotels, right? Even though they don't own the actual resort itself. So if that happens and now shuttles are going to those hotels as well, well now you don't need the rental car anymore if you're going to send that bus from the airport there. Now, if you screw right. them like you do for the Swan and Dolphin like they did us, yeah. then you have to rent a car to go to your hotel and then rent a car to go back to the airport. But still, in the long run, that still saves you money over renting a car for an entire week or whatever. But if you rent a house, uh, like we've had in the past, which I still think is a great way of going about it, I still think you save a bunch of money doing it that way. So now it's a $5 increase, which isn't horrible. If you go to, what, a Yankees game? Parking is 40, 45 bucks for the game. If you go to a Cowboys game, it's 75, I think, or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, sporting events in this country and parking, stupid. Parking yeah. fees are one of my biggest pet yeah, peeves. Hates hit with a patch. Oh, she hates <laughs> it. Like if we're in a downtown, like downtown Chicago or whatever, like she does not want to pay for parking. Or downtown Indianapolis, she's trying to drive around forever, trying to find the cheapest way to park or whatever else. I have the handy spot and here. And me, app, I'm so. like, and right, that, that's a cool app. But for me, it's, okay, here's the mall we're going into. Here's a parking garage next to the mall. Let's park here. No, no, no. I'll walk three blocks. I'm not paying that price. And then we drive around and, and we look. I don't, me personally, the only parking pass that irritates me to no end is paying parking $20, $25, $30 for a stupid Bucks game. That irritates me to no end. When the Cavaliers, when they had LeBron James, were charging $5 for parking, and you're charging $25, $30 per game when you were at the Bradley Center and had nobody and sucked, and you were still charging that price. Now you have Giannis and you're a contender or whatever else, so I guess that's a little bit more justified, but that's still stupid too. And same thing. We'll go, we'll park four or five blocks away, pay three, four bucks, and we'll just walk it because, again... Or cheap, as are a majority of people in Wisconsin. It's not even that I'm cheap. I just no, should be cheap. included in the price of whatever you're doing. I've brought that up on the big show, that if you're buying season tickets, like for the Bucks or whatever the case may be, all of that should be included. All of it should be included. Everybody no. should get an automatic parking pass to that garage, the whole deal. It should all come in to the deal. It's just a personal you would sell. That... You'd sell more season tickets. There's no question. If, well, if they, parking is, say parking is $25 for every game. And if I buy the season ticket patch, package, I can get parking for three bucks a game instead of 25. Yeah. Because now I'm saving all that money that I would have been spending. Not to mention I'm getting discounted tickets essentially because I'm buying them in a big group here. Yeah. You're going to sell more season tickets. Guaranteed. But it's the same with Disney. They know they can get the parking money. Well, Disney does. The Bucks do. No doubt. They're going to do it. I'm just saying it's a personal pet peeve that I have to pay to park to go spend more money. I agree. That's all. Yeah, I don't don't disagree. My thing about the whole thing uh, with this whole Disney thing is I'm just kind of a little surprised that they decided to jack everything at one time. And you said, boom, 
everything goes up at the same time. Uh, and it's happening now. I'm not surprised that they're doing it prior to Star Wars line opening. Oh, absolutely. This is the biggest thing that's ever happened to them. That, I'm Easy. not surprised about. It makes sense. You're doing it before Star Wars line, before you get flooded with people. It's especially business. with the parking prices and stuff. And with the annual passes, that's the other thing, too. Because people come see the Star Wars line, and you're like, heck, man, dude, I want to come back here and do this more often. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Let's buy an annual pass, and let's talk about how well, much that's going to be. Well, and plus they announced the thing that I sent you about yeah. if you have an annual pass, then they give you a preview day or whatever. Yep. So like, you get so, perks. hey, we're going to raise the price because we're enticing them. That's what you have to do. Yeah. Sorry, but here you go. But it's yeah. but yeah. it's brilliant from that perspective. We're going to raise the price, but we're going to give you these bonuses, bonus perks that cost us nothing mm-hmm. to do other than paying employees to be there an hour early or whatever the case may be. I think, I mean, from that perspective, I think it's brilliant. But I don't think they've priced themselves out yet. Have they priced you out? Tweet at Sparky Radio and let me know if uh, this is going to drive you away from the Magic Kingdom and Disney World. Next time we talk to you, we will be talking about Universal Studios. Our good friend Steve just went to Universal Studios, and uh, I was livid when I heard what happened. So I I can't wait to hear what Andy has to say when he finds out what our friend Steve had to say. He'll be on the next podcast. The World According to Sparky, she's Kay. He's Andy. I'm Sparky. Till next time. Toodles.